you know what it means It's time for Spill Your Beans And it's me and Jackson It's time to celebrate Nick Cage And everything in between You know what it means It's Spill Your Beans Welcome, Jackson. That's it? Yeah. How you doing? Uh, I'm good. It's been a while. It's been a long time since I've seen you. Yeah. I thought we had quit this. Well, I thought you had quit this. I thought it was over with. I was still ready to do it oh, every morning when I woke up. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, is there anything you'd like to uh, uh, tell our listeners? Not, there are no listeners anymore. <laughs> They're all gone. I would, but um, there, is there anything you do? You like do this for the listeners, for the fame. Uh huh. Do you do this for the listeners and the fame? No, no. I don't know why I do this. <laughs> I'm just here. All right. I mean, well, to the four of you that are out there. Uh, yes. There was a time. Our last episode was March 31st. Uh huh. Um, and there was a time when we were gonna, you know, record shortly after watching Godzilla vs Kong, right. but some scheduling conflicts. Came up with me, <laughs> and then in turn, Dawson left town for a week and a half. Yep. And then, um, you know, with band and me working, the the it's also been a little bit complicated. But we're here now. We are. And we're- I have a I've created a list of a lot of movies we can watch in the for the future episodes. Wow. Uh, for that um, won't come out in three months. Yeah, one one every uh every three months. Yeah, that um, sounds about right. And, uh, but yeah, we're here. Um, we made it back. And, uh, I guess we have a good bit to talk about because, on top of the movie that we're finally covering, Godzilla vs. Kong, which there's also been a lot of TV stuff recently that I think we both share interests in. Um, I don't have any movie news, I'll be honest, just because a lot's been happening in the past month, and I don't want to try and cover all of that. But have you. Is there anything you want to talk about before I, I steer subject? Uh, no, not really. Uh, when is this episode going to go out, you think? Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Okay, well... Uh, it, S- May 6th. May 6th. Seis de Mayo. Seis de Mayo. So we're recording on Cinco de Mayo, so... Uh, Do you know what Cinco de Mayo is for? Why it's a holiday? The 5th of May? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it like uh, Mexican Independence Day? See, okay... People think that. Uh, it sounds right. It's not true at all. It's the celebration I mean, of their victory over the French in the War of 1812, I believe. Oh. Do you know that Mexico does not celebrate Cinco de Mayo? Only Americans do? That's really confusing. It's really weird, isn't it? Are you sure about yeah. that? Yeah. On I heard on the radio today, only 10% of Americans know what Cinco de Mayo actually stands for. Mexico doesn't celebrate it. Only America and uh, then he shared his, his the top three Google results involving Cinco de Mayo. Huh. It was very. It was a funny little segment. That's interesting. Do you want another three uh, results? Sure. Uh, what day is Cinco de Mayo on? <laughs> How do you spell Cinco de Mayo? And what does Cinco de Mayo have to do with mayonnaise? Oh, because it's mayo. Yeah. Uh, so I just thought that was a f- interesting little tidbit. But sorry, continue with what you were saying. Um, no, no. So, uh, well, to date this episode, it's it's being recorded on May fifth, and uh, it's going to come out May sixth. And what's after that, Jackson? 
May 7th. May 7th, which Zoo for Strays back in action down at Doherty's. Last weekend we had a... A not-so-private gig, apparently. A not-so-private gig. Even though we were told it was supposed to be very private. Well, I'm still I still invited people, as you saw. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't think we could, because yeah. Cam was like, yeah, they're closing off the front and everything and everything. Or everything, 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 and everything. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, then I start, I start like noticing people just walking through the front door. Yeah, yeah. So whatever. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I I know Cam was kind of like that, but uh, anyways. I should have, I should have guessed. And oh. it was a good gig. Uh, we had a good time. Uh, if you're listening to this uh, on the Thursday before May seventh, why don't you come down to Dolphin Island? We're playing at Doherty's. It's gonna be a great time. A lot of people are coming. Really? Yes. Yeah, I'm I very can't excited. wait to immediately have to drive back and wake up at like 7 the next morning. That's so stupid, man. You should just stay. It's graduation. Not for you. Yeah, I know, but I got to take her to campus and everything and help them get ready. Oh, I guess I got to take her and Mary Ashley to campus and stuff like that. Mary Ashley's graduating that day, too? They both are too? that morning, yeah. What about Douglas? Douglas? No, he's in a community college. He transferred. He's not graduating until December, I think. What? Yeah. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. But, um, hmm, is Cameron still going to South? I don't know what Cam, I don't know. Me but, neither. like, the only reason, like, if we were graduating, because I think Preston isn't graduating to like, the afternoon, which is, like, why, like, I think he'll, he'll, he'll be staying there. The reason I, we have to go and is because, like, they graduate so early in the morning. Oh, Preston is staying down at the island? I don't know. I, th- I, th- I assumed so, just, uh, but, like, I know that he graduates later that day because they're having to divide it up because of COVID and everything. But I know the girls both graduate in the morning. And then we have to go to Spanish Fort for a wedding. Fun times, man. Fun mm-hmm. times. Who's wedding? Uh, Savannah's friend. Is Cameron going to that? Mm-hmm. With Tristan. More on that later. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so we're not here to talk about our schedule. I was just in, no. inviting y'all to come down to the gig. It's supposed to be a lot of people. It's supposed to be a lot of fun. Down at the beach. Never been to Doherty's. Never been. It's a good time. It really, it's a really cool place. Um, we're starting to get cranked back up with everything during the summer. COVID's kind of gone now. Our gigs are coming through. Uh, Spill Your Beans is back. Night Swims just hit their 100th episode. Let's hear a round of applause. Thank you. Yes. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, and we have a gig at Callahan's. Oh, yeah. And a a month from today. Yep. Yep, sure is. That's very cool. Uh, we're just getting rolling back with everything. It's been a little hectic uh, during these spring and winter months. We're sorry to disappoint you so thoroughly, but we're back and better than ever. And Jackson uh, specifically is back in black. Tell us about that, Jackson. Tell us, tell us about your struggles with uh, finding out your true race. Well, at first I thought... I can't be, but then I realized I am. Yes. So, so you know, that's very cool, Jackson. And Thank you. And I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing how much you use your N-word pass now. But, you know, I, I just have to you go You know what I'm it. really liking? I'm really liking the swastika decor you have up in this room. What are you... <laughs> I'm really oh, liking all the swastika decor oh, okay. you've I put see. up. I see. Uh, and the no Jew sign. <laughs> Big fan of that as well. Yeah, I got it framed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so 
the the TV aspect of Spill Your Beans real quick. Oh. There's two things. Oh, I didn't know we did TV. We're a multimedia just real podcast. Quick. Just real quick. There's two things that have happened recently that I figured we would we should both be interested in, and I'm wondering for the first part, have you finished Invincible Season 1? I have, and I want to talk about it. Dude, that final episode... It was insane. Stellar. It was insane. Fantastic. Did not expect to see all that violence from Omni-Man, but it was quite intense. It was bad. Um, If you haven't seen it, this is kind of fresh, so it's crazy that we're doing something kind of relevant, but... Uh, so I mean, do you want to talk about it right now, or do you want to like wait a little while and then talk about it later? I kind of want to talk about it now. Okay, we can. Well, that, so we've got that one other thing, and then the movie. So you're talking about Bad Batch, is the other thing? Yeah, I was. I haven't seen it. I haven't. Is it like is it like a live action or is it Clone Wars? No, it's Clone Wars style and everything. Oh, really? And they have. Is it the same people from the Clone Wars? Yeah, yeah, same, same everything. Yeah. Sixteen episodes. Really? An episode yesterday premiered, and they they're going every Friday. So this tomorrow or two days from now is another episode. See, I don't even know if I have Disney Plus still. No, I don't know. I don't remember. I might have it because I watched the Wandavision, so I'm I'm sure I do. And then. Did you ever watch Falcon and Winter Soldier? Me and Spencer watched like the first two episodes. Was not into it. It was kind of slow. Not nearly as good as WandaVision, I thought. Oh. Speaking of Spencer. Someone's ears are burning. Hey. Howdy. Did you watch Invincible Season 1? Yes, he did. What were your thoughts? Oh, that was awesome. Cool. Very cool. Spencer's seal of approval. For Spencer's sure. seal of approval right there. Bye, love. Anyways, uh, yeah, it was crazy. If you haven't watched Invincible, it is a animated show on Amazon Prime that just got done with its first season. It's excellent. It's like it's R- already ordered for two more seasons. Yep, it's like R-rated superheroes. Very good. Uh, J.K. Simmons. Simmons is the main Superman-like character in it. Does a great job voice acting. Really great. But I love J.K. Simmons. So. Who wouldn't? I mean. Omni Man, awesome. as, as he's called. Yeah, Whiplash. Whiplash. But you haven't watched Bad Batch yet? I have not. Dude, it's so good. I haven't even watched the last season of Clone Wars. Okay, so <laughs> you can't watch Bad Batch until you watch the last season of Clone Wars. I know. I'm pretty behind on all that. Why haven't you watched the last season of Clone Wars? I just haven't done it. You literally, like... You, you, the only episodes you have to watch are the Bad Batch and the last, I think it's three. There's a whole arc with Ahsoka on Coruscant that you can honestly skip. It was so boring. Okay, so I watched the three with the Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. I thought that was in the season before they got canceled, though. Mm-mm. No. Let me pull it up just to double check. Um, let's see what the episodes are called and everything. <coughs> So, yeah, season seven, The Bad Batch has, it's a four-episode arc, and then Ahsoka's on Coruscant for four episodes, and then the final four are the Siege of Mandalore arcs, and all four of those episodes are fantastic, and I cannot believe you haven't watched those. So, you literally need to watch eight episodes. No, I mean, I've watched The Bad Batch. I guess I just got drunk one night and (laughs) watched that. I don't remember. Oh, the Bad Batch is really good. They rescue fives. Yeah, or Echo, Echo, rather. Yeah. And, like, all this stuff happens. And But then, like, the final four episodes when they're, like, fighting on Mandalore and everything happens. It takes place during Revenge of the Sith. So there's a lot of, like, interluding stuff. And then in um, the Bad Batch episode, it also interludes with Revenge of the Sith. 
and they use actual scenes from the movie Revenge of the Sith, but put it in uh, the cartoon form and the perspectives of like Kamino and everything like that. And it's super cool to see. Really? Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's, it's not something that you like are supposed to notice, but I realized like watching it, like they're playing the scene where Palpatine is like announcing that like we've become a galactic empire on Coruscant to everybody. Yeah. And like they actually use like the clip it from that movie and everything like that. It's super cool. Very so cool. You really need to watch that. Yeah, that's super cool. And the dude, oh my god, the Siege of Mandalore is just so good. They, there, it, there's a lot of like great parts in those four episodes, but you definitely need to get on that like ASAP. I do, I do, I agree. But Jackson, that's not what we came here to talk about. Is no, it? it did not. No, we did not. I mean, we came to talk about. A very relevant, new, hot off the presses movie. Super recent. Um, Super recent movie, Godzilla versus Kong. Yes, yes, indeed. And as one of the biggest Godzilla fans, I'm gonna start off by saying I'm pretty disappointed. Disappointment, massive uh, disappointment. Pretty, after watching it, right after I was like, that was okay. And then after it, I sat on it for a while, I was like. Mm, this is this is bad. The whole time I was waiting for it to like intensify, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I was basically just like, okay, this is cool, but like, let's have something like interesting go on. What like me and Jackson watched it together, and the whole time me and him were like, what the hell is going on? And like. <sighs> I, I mean, I don't understand it. I the whole, the whole. Okay, what are we gonna do here? What what's our plans? For I don't this know. Before I just there's start a couple, going on a rant. I'll make some. Okay, here's what I'll do. I'll make a point like thing, and then we'll go through those points. So quick points. A big thing about this movie is that it was at, one of the big like advertising pieces they were going for was that there is this 18 minute long scene between Godzilla and King Kong on the aircraft carrier. It's not 18 minutes. It's like six. You can Google it. You can find the whole scene, quote unquote, on YouTube of them fighting. So that was a horrible. That was just like bad from just like an advertising perspective because you promised the scene that obviously isn't there. Yeah. Second point, there's two, there's three plots in this movie and they don't interlude that well. There's the plot of the kids and that weird conspiracy theorist doing their shit. Yeah. There's the plot of the doctor whose name I still don't, no. The guy? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know his name. I don't know either. his name either. Yeah. I don't even know what he's doing. And then you have the plot of Godzilla and Kong kind of doing their thing. And they try to interlude it, but it's horrible. And that was another bad part. Uh, Mecha Godzilla, underwhelming. Super and underwhelming. And executed horribly. Why is that? Because, like, <sighs> it's. Incredibly obvious that Mecha Godzilla is going to happen. Yeah, I think there should have been that shouldn't have been something that was hinted at even like at the start because like it wasn't like it was leaked. People like knew could tell from a trailer that Mecha Godzilla was going to be in it. Yeah, because they he was intentionally in the background. yeah they intentionally put him in the trailer. If he hadn't been told whatsoever and revealed more like like in like that movie. instead of like having this basic like lead up to him like going straight into Mechagodzilla would have been a much better payoff. Mm-hmm. And plus like he like, you know, obviously going to be spoiler filled. He, you know, he gets 
defeated. He has like five minutes screen time. Yeah. Also underwhelming. Super underwhelming. And then just like Godzilla and King Kong in general, up until probably the last eight minutes of their fight. Oh, and let's not forget, we, how does gravity work in this movie? Yeah, we got really confused at the like the climax of the movie because okay, so it doesn't explain science well, but the whole plot of the movie is super scientific and like mythical and everything, and also yeah. like the giant shrine. And yeah, everything was super that was weird. Really confusing. Because like, who built all that, and why would the apes build that shrine and everything? And then, and then have Godzilla's like dorsal plate, and then it was power a different Godzilla, up. technically. But then they figured out how to use the power of the dorsal plate to like power up their axes, and then they they have a bunch of them had. Uh, Architect, and they yeah, and they powered up Mechagodzilla because they grabbed that little scoop of something. Oh, instant just like teleported it basically. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, uh, they just analyzed a rock somewhere, and so they had what did they call it? They had some whack ass name for it. It was like uh, (laughs) probably like from Avatar, like Unobtainium or something. No, it was like uh. It was something. It, but anyways, they basically used Bluetooth to power up Mechagodzilla. And it just didn't make sense at all. I, I don't know. The, the, the whole thing just starts getting like, okay, so Jackson was complaining about... Uh, did you watch... Sorry, did you watch Godzilla vs. Kong? Yeah, he watched it with us. No, he didn't. He was in his room. Oh, you didn't? Did you ever watch it, though? He thought it was yeah. garbage as well. Spencer yeah. seal of non-approval. <laughs> yeah. So we'll CGI take that. Really? You thought the CGI looked the bad? Intro, dude, it looked like a cartoon. Oh, I did kind of like the intro. It was like a bracket, basically, to the final two. I thought that was kind of cool. Because, like, the intro is, like, showing, like, Godzilla and Kong, like, fight different things. And then it ends up being, like, the final duel in, like, a March Madness bracket. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, that, that was wasn't right. terrible. That was all right. It was a cool like little thing, but you yeah. didn't like the movie either. Mm. Sorry, you were saying. So Jackson was complaining about uh, this one part where, so they go into the center of the Earth, which is a hollow Earth, which is fine, I guess. As a Night Swims fan, or <laughs> as a Night Swims co-host, I'm a big fan of the hollow Earth theory being used. I'm not so sure on how there's like two different yeah so there's there's like land on both sides since it's inside the earth and gravity works on both the ceiling and the roof but then there's like a fine line where like it like will flip you if that makes sense so like you could basically like jump on your ceiling but then you would be oriented onto your ceiling and then suddenly the floor is the ceiling, and the ceiling ceiling is the floor. Yeah, yeah, and vice versa. And so there's this one part where Godzilla somehow figures out where King Kong is super below ground, like in the middle of the earth, we're saying, pretty much. He's in, like, he's in a random place. He's He's in, in like, Hong Hong Kong, Kong, right? And then exactly where he's standing. Yeah, he shoots down with his atomic breath into the ground, and it takes, like, a few minutes uh, that was kind of cool, I will say, how he was able, how, like, they did that. I didn't like how it was set up or how he was able to know that, but I did think it was cool how he did it. I still think it's kind of stupid, but 
And then so oh, it is dumb. It just looked cool. So this is how this is where it gets pretty confusing. Uh, so the beam comes through Kong Shrine, which we're not going. We already <laughs> did kind of get into. It doesn't make any sense at all. But okay, so the beam shoots through the Earth to the middle of the Earth into Kong Shrine, and I guess somehow Godzilla knows he broke through because he stopped shooting then. And so Kong grabs his Godzilla dorsal fin axe, and this is where it gets weird. So imagine this. Kong is standing on the ground in the hollow earth. Gravity is keeping him on the ground there. And so he can jump down this hole that was shot through the the middle of the earth by Godzilla. He jumps down the hole. Gravity is pulling him through the hole. But he's technically going but up. But he's going up because he's going to Hong Kong, which is on the surface of the earth. So with this theory, he would just shoot into outer space, <laughs> right? I mean, like... Well, it would balance out eventually, wouldn't it? No. I don't know how that, gravity that's, works. That's not how this movie it works. Didn't do it, this, this movie didn't do gravity. I don't know. This movie... Obviously, no one was going to take this movie seriously. I was expecting nothing more than just like a really cool movie about action, like two giant creatures fighting. But it ended up being like too human heavy, which I've been critical ever since Godzilla, King of Monsters. Yeah, and like yeah. too reliable on like science fiction and like science that just like no one can comprehend. So like you're kind of just sitting there like, okay. So there's like only like. I think like Godzilla and Kong are on screen together for like what twenty minutes you'd say about yeah a little more than that probably. a little more than twenty minutes in an hour and fifty three minute movie so that's still an hour and a half of human interaction with three different plots of human stuff yeah but I will say the stuff between the deaf girl and Kong didn't yeah. hate I liked it uh, because it was fine. she was it the was last fine. of like the people that. Kong protected yeah. on his island. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I, uh, it's kind of weird how they had Kong imprisoned in a fake island on the island. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's because that storm that was in around Skull Island pushed its way to it. So they had to like protect him, I guess. Did it? Yeah. Is that what they said? Yeah. Well, I watched a video about it. Oh, <laughs> okay. So it's like one of those things, like with what they did with the Force Awakens or like Rise of Skywalker. You have to read the fucking book to understand a part of the movie. Yeah. But yeah, that's that storm is the same storm that they passed through in the beginning of Skull Island, and so like it just like that's why everybody died is from that storm. All the people on the island, and I guess they protected him and used it like that or something. I don't really know. I don't know, Jackson. I'm a big fan of Godzilla, as we all know. Um, Godzilla was also weird in this movie, and there was that. Remember, was right. remember when uh, he like he does that weird like smile to Godzilla. Yeah, that was yeah. super weird. Yeah, that, and, like, I remember that. that super was like funny. human for a giant lizard. So that part was also weird. Down, Layla. Do you have any thoughts on the movie? Thank you. Wow, well spoken. Yeah, I will say like the fights were cool. Yeah, there was a sure. good plus. Sure, Why super not? short and yeah. not enough of them. Yeah, it was they they fight twice, and that's really all they do. Yeah, my and, boy uh, won. He did. He won every battle ever. Then he got his ass kicked by Mechagodzilla. And then Kong came in with the axe, and yep. they respect each other, but they don't like, like each, each other. other. Yeah, I guess is the is the thing. But I and guess then, they kind of do like each other. 
kind of a bromance thing going on at this point. Maybe. Um, the, I don't know. The poster is really cool. That's a plus, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm just looking at the I poster. Mean, just I mean, doing face off. Pretty. Oh yeah, that poster. That yeah. poster is cool. I that like that. That poster is cool. Um, once again, I don't think Millie Bobby Brown is good in this movie, much like she was in King of Monsters. Her character is a apparently this 15-year-old badass who oh that's another thing we completely forgot about so the mom that we didn't that died yep. uh, twice basically nice. uh, as you pointed out is gone how'd she die twice what do you mean remember she like she crashed her vehicle and then like they oh, got yeah. the atomic bomb basically <laughs> yeah. so she fucked up she died <laughs> yeah uh but then like Billy Bobby Brown's still here her dad who created the orca thing Kyle Chandler he's kind of here clear eyes full heart from uh, Friday Night Lights Stop. Can't lose. <laughs> he can't. Uh, they're, they're still in the movie. He, I don't know what he's doing. She is somehow this like super smart conspiracy theorist type thing who like knows all the details about Monarch and everything like that. And then for an entire day just disappears, travels like across like the state of California, I guess, with her dad never checking in on her. Like once through the whole movie until like the very end when he like finds her and they embrace and that's it. And then on top of that, like they they've that's the only time all the human characters are like next to each other, but they don't even realize they're next to each other. Like the doctor people and then Millie Bobby Brown and them don't they don't know each other, but they're all standing next to each other, which I think is so dumb. I mean, it's fine they didn't introduce each other. I mean, I'd be like, Ugh, but why, like, why what are the chances? That? Of that, you know what I mean? Well, they all came to the same place because of the Kong and Zola yeah. But to like so. sit there and be like, because remember, like, oh, were oh. they all like sitting together? Or something? Yeah. yeah, and then yeah. like Millie Bobby Brown is the reason Mecha Godzilla gets defeated. That was no, also it's stupid. Her fat geek friend. No, I remember because she had the idea to pour the shit on it. Oh, and she was trying to like hack the mainframe and everything like that. And plus, like, I didn't get how like King Ghidorah's skull had neurons, like. I didn't get that. He's a space monster. So. But, like, your skull doesn't have neurons in it. Your skull has marrow in it. The neurons come from your brain. I know that, but I mean, what, what you, and then, and oh, the piloting system where he sat inside the skull. For, and then got electrocuted. For no reason, it seems like. Why Why do you need to I think to he was, like, kind of controlling skull? him. He was controlling him, but then he lost control of him, which I don't really get, but I. I don't really get anything in this movie, Jackson. I mean... It was a major disappointment. I liked King of Monsters better than this movie. I did, too. I mean, a lot better. And, like, Mechagodzilla, I didn't like his design that much. He looked really thin. Yeah, I didn't like it. I, I kind of see what they're going for. Like, a kind of more realistic robot-looking, sort of. But, like, Mechagodzilla looks way better in the originals. Yeah. Yeah, he looks cool in the originals. We did watch the original fight uh, beforehand, and there were a lot of parallels between that movie and this movie, yeah. which was yeah, kind of cool were. to see, yeah. I must say. The, like, really, the only good parts of the movie are anytime Godzilla or Kong are on screen. Yeah. So if you want to only have that, I'm sure someone will clip it down on YouTube or something to where it's literally only them on screen. If, if they're not on screen, I'm sure someone will have that figured out to where like they can just like cut away yeah. from the humans. Yeah. I'm actually going to double check and see if that's a thing cuz that'd be kind of cool. Then we could figure out how long they're actually on screen. I'm sure there I'm sure there is, man. Like, I mean, there that's the only reason people went and saw this movie like 
But then you're stuck there, like, for, like, an hour and a half having to deal with these horrible human characters. Yeah. And most of them, you don't know their names and everything. And then, dude, the energy Bluetooth was really getting out. Like, <laughs> I, I still don't understand that. that the shit energy was, Bluetooth was so stupid. That shit was bonkers. They're in the cause. middle of the earth. And they can just, like... Just shoot up this energy thing that's the last piece of their Mechagodzilla puzzle. It's like instant transmission energy. It doesn't make any sense because they didn't teleport it. Like, I could have maybe gotten behind teleportation. Yeah, but maybe. it was literally just like a Wi-Fi connection. Yeah, it was like Wi-Fi. It was like, it was like, a, like an airdrop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it was the most powerful energy source on planet Earth, and they were able to just, like, Airdrop it to Mecha Godzilla, and he was sustained. And plus, like um, Kent Watanabe, um, who set off that device in King of Monsters to revive Godzilla and died. Mm-hmm. I don't know his name in the movie. His son is in the movie, who is the bad guy who controls King, who uses King Ghidorah's skull, right, and dies. Right. And then the other bad guy that they try and make in this movie also dies. Like, yes. he kind of died in a cool way, though, when Mechagodzilla turned and looked at him and then just, like, smashes him out of the window. Yeah. That part was also kind of cool. That because was cool. there but, was, like, a monster on screen. But you know what was sad about this is they, these two guys, these guys sucked at being bad guys. They, they were weren't, the worst. They, were, they weren't memorable. No character is really memorable. You just remember them for being annoying. Yeah, but... In the end <laughs> of for King the of Monsters, they open it with having King Ghidorah's head, like the uh, post credit scene. Mm-hmm. It's Tywin Lannister mm-hmm. that finds the skull. So that would have been way more interesting to see. To actually him. see him back. Yeah, and maybe he's the one controlling Mechagodzilla and trying to do that whole thing over again. That would make more sense. Than a st- guy who was like in love with Godzilla, his son trying to kill Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. But I would say this movie was just like, it was 30 minutes of goodness and then an hour and a half of shit. It was disappointing, man. I was very disappointed by it. Um, I had very high hopes, as you did, i As sure. most people did, I feel like. Yeah, and, it, you know, it got good reviews, I think. It got reviewed the best out of all of them, but that probably has changed now, now that people have a minute to kind of think about it. Compared to the other MonsterVerse movies... Uh, it is. Dun, dun. It is the second best rated. So what is first, King of Monsters or Skull Island? Skull Island. King of Monsters only has a six on IMDb. What does this have? A six and a half. See, that is shameful. So the first Godzilla has a six point four. Yeah, I feel the first like, Godzilla is pretty good. I feel good. that deserved like a seven. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it would be like definitely the most rate, the highest rated because that was the least campy and yeah. like. Good. Yeah, it was. It was. And the characters didn't like overstay their welcome. No, no, they didn't. I thought it was all right. I thought it was pretty good. But yeah, I I I still have not seen something with Millie Bobby Brown that I have enjoyed. I've never watched Stranger Stranger Things. Things. The first I only watched first season, but I thought it was good. Never watched Stranger Things. Uh, just because I did like I tried to watch it, got uninterested, got behind. Yeah, didn't want to try and watch it, especially because I know all that happens. Um. But yeah, uh, all the other characters were kind of just there. There, and then they weren't. I'm, I'm a kind of upset. O'Shea Jackson Jr. wasn't in it. Ice Cube oh, Jr. Ice Cube Jr. Yeah, yeah. He he could have done something for this movie. He could have done something really good. Yeah, he was he was a big part. 
of King of Monsters. What if he was a main character in this movie? Would you like it more? I think so. Yeah. If if, if he if Millie Bobby Brown just wasn't there and it yep. was instead of focus on him and like what he's dealing with, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, but like the fight scenes, the soundtrack using like the themes and everything, and then like the editing, I guess how like they kind of like showed the fights and everything was cool. Godzilla doing that weird human smile. That was very weird. He was like super bizarre. Yeah. Didn't really make sense. <laughs> I'm gonna give this six Godzilla battle axes out of ten. <laughs> I'm, I'm well, like, actually five point eight. I don't yeah. want to give it a six. Yeah. Uh you know what? It's a Godzilla movie. I'm gonna be generous. I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it six King Kong giant temples out of ten. Mm. That's not bad. No, it's not bad. Not bad at it's all. It's a passing grade. Yeah. Barely, but it is. You mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. Layla, one more, do you want anything to say? Ugh. That was a big lick. That was a big lick. So I got... So, okay, so we're only... We've only done this for 30 minutes. Really? If you... Yeah, if we you want... sped through this. We can make this also talk about the Invincible a little bit, or we can discuss... The movies that I have written down as potential future movies to watch, kind of go from there. Um, 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 um. Let's do both. Let's screw it. All Hold right. on. Let me let these dogs out, and we'll get down to brass tacks. Okay. And we're so back. Invincible season one. Invincible season one. We decided not to end it here, folks. We're gonna keep going until we just can't go anymore. This is the Spill Your Beans podcast. It was eight episodes. It was. It was indeed eight episodes. Hey, if you think about, if you're thinking about watching this, do that before you listen to us, because this is something we don't want to spoil right off the bat. Not at all. Because the first episode, it gets spoiled big time. Oh, yeah. Do not listen to this. And we're in spoiler territory. All right. So you're done for. So Omni-Man's evil. Omni-Man. Who's worse, him or Holander? You mean Homelander? Did I, I said Holander, didn't I? Yeah. Him or Homelander? Who's worse? Um, Probably Omni-Man. You think? Yeah, because Homelander is kind of... Uh, Nars- he's kind of selfish. He got... But it, it wasn't his fault, really, because... Mm, that's true. You know, he kind of got messed up in the head. Yeah. And so he, I, he can't help but think like that. Omni-Man is just a world conqueror. They're like the n- super-powered Nazis of the universe. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say, uh, first episode, I am kind of bummed some of those superheroes only survived one episode. Yeah, but they did that shit on purpose. Guys. I know, I know. That that does make a good point. Yeah. Uh, I don't... <sighs> Gosh, like yeah, so they okay. So first episode, are we gonna go through the whole series? Yep, the uh, whole season. The first episode, um, it, you're kind of getting the vibes as it's a mock Justice League. So they got a mock Batman. Let me to read uh, what this show is about real quick. The son of Earth's most powerful superhero is about to become something greater than himself. Something bold. Something universal. Something invincible. Thank you. Blood From the splatter. comics to the screen, Invincible follows Mark Grayson's journey of becoming Earth's next defender after his father, Nolan Grayson, also known as... Superman. Omni-Man. Thank you. Um, I don't hate any of the characters, except for Amber. 
could do without Amber so much. She's kind of whiny. She's black. No, because she's kind of whiny. Mm. I didn't like her. I like the actress. She was great in Joker. She was great in um. Is that her? Deadpool. Yeah, Zazie Beats. Wow. Yeah, I liked her in both of those. She's kind of annoying in the show. Besides that, I like all of them. Uh, a lot of Walking Dead character, uh, not character, voice actors in the yeah, show. Yeah, Glenn is a uh, main guy. Isn't he? Yeah, because the guy who made Walking Dead also makes the comics. Oh, really? Robert Kirkman. He made Invincible comics. Mm-hmm. Have fun- you ever read Invincible? No, but let me let me tell you this. This is a little fun. Fact I never for even you. heard of it until the show. Really? Mm-hmm. So I was watching King of the Hill the other day, and Bobby was reading a comic book, and it was Invincible. Really? Yeah. And then it cuts to like uh, the the it was like Buck, I think his name is, the owner of the propane place I don't that watch Hank King Hill works. Well, he had a Invincible. Uh, action figure on his desk and this is way before the show really yeah i was like wow so i think the creator of invincible and the walking dead had something to do with king of the hill he i'll check that out later but yeah robert kirkman created the show and he writes for it as well and i hope he continues to write for it unlike the walking dead which he stopped writing for it looks like uh early in this series because you can definitely tell. Yeah. My mom still watches that show. So does my dad. That's weird, isn't it? I used to... I <clears throat> I, I got, watched it up until... Uh, up until Negan killed all those people. I watched it... At the end of that season, I believe. Um, up until that point, I thought the show was fantastic. And then when they did that stupid cliffhanger where they had the perspective of the person getting hit by the baseball bat. Oh, you're out. That's what I was too. So, so I, that, that's what sent the show. That's what made the show bad. And then I I watched one more season after that, which was like that season, which came out when uh, we were juniors in high school. But then they showed it him like Glenn messed up. And Abraham. That That was messed up, dude. Abraham died as well. That was pretty messed up. I don't know. I liked it a lot. The guy who wrote the series that season at that point, his name was Scott M. Gimple. He eventually got fired after the show was just reviewed horribly. But apparently, recently, it had one of the best episodes of the entire series uh, talking about Negan's background, which I'm kind of curious about. But I've missed out on like three or four years of that show. Yeah. And like, oh yeah, Rick left and everything, and then Maggie left, but she came back. Michonne, I think, left. I don't even know what's happening at this point. Jesus died, which in the comics, I'm pretty sure he never died. The comic's great. Yeah. I love the comic. Oh, damn. I need to. It's good. I got to get the third compendium. But, yeah. Invincible, though. Invincible. Okay, we're we're back here. So, uh, okay, so. Are we really going to talk about the whole thing? I'm I'm setting... Yeah, no, probably not, I guess. Let's it's just talk about, long. like, because, like, like, these are for people, if people are listening, they've seen the show already. We don't have to explain it all to them. Yeah. Yeah. So, honest thoughts of the series as a whole. The season, rather, I guess, since it's only one. I think it's great. I think the animation's a little janky at times. So, I noticed in, especially the final episode, when um, Omni-Man's flying around, it kind of like does like jumps yeah. at that point i think that's intentional In to show way. you to because like you're look because like i think that's intentional because like it's basically how you'd be looking at it through a panel because like in a panel you're gonna have like <clears throat> them here 
then the next panel they're going to be like a little bit forward, but they're still going to be doing the same motion. If that makes sense, so you're kind of like jumping. Yeah, I get that, but and so I thought it, I thought motion, of it like that, and I kind of liked it. Some of the motion is still kind of janky; it doesn't move fluidly, and and like I watch a lot of anime, right? So that's that's the only thing I mean. Like it's a little stilted when they're moving around, which I get. You're you're saying it's more of a comic book aesthetic. Uh, well, it may be. I don't know if it is, but that's what I thought. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of, and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." Yeah. So there is an episode. The show has an eight point nine on IMDb, um, twenty six thousand reviews. Um, it's technically better than The Boys by point two. See, I think The Boys is really good too, though. The Boys, personally, is way better to me. Mm-hmm. Only because I've seen an extra season, so maybe I have to see a second season of Invincible. Yeah. I really like the. Boys I mean, I love the boys. It's great. I think it's awesome. But I'm, I'm so glad they're doing stuff like this now. Amazon is the only, I think, like the only uh, production company that's thrown out like intense, like just like series. Yeah, because like Netflix, too. Hunters too. Oh, dude. Hunters was so good. Is it coming back? So, I don't know if it is. The reviews, it wasn't reviewed that well. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was great. I loved Hunters. I thought it was great. That might be, that might end up being a show like, um, I guess like Santa Korea Diet would be another example of that, where it was just like, it was a good show, but like they canceled it. Yeah. But I I don't know if Hunters is still gonna, um, gonna happen or not. Let me see real quick if I, if I Google the show, if uh, they have a season two planned yet. I, I thought it was excellent. They didn't they kill Al Pacino though. No, no. He, yeah, I think they did. I don't kill know. Him. I think he did kill him. Will there day. be a season two of Hunters? Sometime in the fall of this year. Really? It looks yeah, like that. It was a huge cliffhanger on that one. I do. I called oh that. I remember. Gosh. I remember like uh, when me and Doger watched the final episode. I was eating like this buffalo chicken sandwich, and I was like, dude. Like, in the first five minutes, I was like, dude, how crazy would it be if, like, Hitler just shows up at some point? Yeah. And then at the end of the series, they're, like, they're just, like, Eva Braun just sitting right next to him, and you can see his gray oh hair. Oh, my god, That was so cool. But, yeah, Amazon is, like, because, like, what? Netflix, they do Narcos, which I guess is kind of intense. It's not the same. But not though. nearly the same. It's more like The Sopranos for Colombia and Mexico. Yeah. Narcos is f- fucking amazing, though. I only watched the Colombia arc. I never watched the Mexico arc. Oh, yeah. Colombia is the only good one. The first two seasons of Narcos are fantastic. The yeah. third season's okay. There's no Pablo Escobar, so it's not as cool. And then Narcos Mexico... I liked the first season a lot. I haven't watched the second season. Yeah, I haven't watched But then there's all. like, what? HBO Max doesn't have any originals, do they? Pedro Pascal in uh, Columbia one, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Pretty good. He's pretty good. He's great. But, but uh, what, what were you saying? Is um, Does HBO Max have any uh, original shows? I mean, they have shows? all the old stuff. like. The but Sopranos do they have any like original stuff that they're putting out right now? Like Amazon and Netflix and Disney Plus, but they're... They're not going to do anything ballsy. No, but when HBO comes out with their stuff, it's usually huge, like Game of Thrones, Sopranos. Yeah. Oz. Well, they also like have the ability to just like have like their entire backlog just right there for people to look at, and people yeah. are going to go to it. Like yeah. their movie selection, like, is way more superior than Netflix. Netflix has like probably like twenty like big titles per genre and then the rest is just dog shit hbo max is like the whole thing is just like fantastic with a couple like bad ones yeah i've been watching shit's creek it's pretty good you watch that we're on the final season me and sav me too it's good it's really funny i like it it's 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 super super dry yeah yeah i I like like it a lot yeah i like i like it it does start off a little slow but shit's creek yeah we love shit's creek it's it's gay but i like it like literally it's not that it's 
you but say I it like, like David, you say but I like David. Oh yeah, so he's you know hilarious. What I'm saying? But I, like I, you I sit there, it. you say like it's gay, like that's like the entire plot of the show. Uh, no, it kind of is though in a way, almost. It, it it's getting there. I'm kind of scared for the final season. But I like David. I think he's funny. So yeah. like I don't know. He is really funny. Yeah, I mean, I, I got no problems with it. I'm not a big fan of Patrick. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> well, you don't like, like Patrick? No, I don't like Patrick. He does look like a thumb. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he's he's annoying. He's fine, I guess. <laughs> but like he's annoying. But <laughs> anyways, enough about that. If you haven't watched that, go out. That was a good show. I liked it better when he was with Stevie. That's besides the point. They weren't really together. I know, but I liked it better. Um, yeah. <laughs> what were we even talking about? Oh, Invincible. Invincible. Because we were talking oh, about yeah, how like yeah, yeah, Amazon yeah. is kind of like the only ballsy Yeah, I agree with network. that. I think Because they'll put out like anything. Like Marvelous Miss Maisel, I haven't seen that. I know that's like nothing compared to like some of their other shows they have out there. Like pretty sure that's just like a dry comedy about like some like girl in the fifties or something. I could be completely wrong about that, but it's nowhere near like I've never even heard of that. Yeah, it's it's nowhere near like something as intense. But what I find interesting is with shows like The Boys, Hunters, like all this stuff, the most well reviewed stuff by like fans is never the stuff you see get the recognition compared to other shows. Like Amazon's biggest hits have been like Marvelous Miss Maisel, this show called Fleabag, and then Transparent. All shows that have significantly lower ratings and viewership than these other shows. Now, but like Game of Thrones was kind of like in Breaking Bad, I believe, and then I guess some of the Sopranos as well. Those were kind of like big shows that were huge. Yeah, they were massive, and, and, and so was well like, received by critics and audiences, and like at award shows and everything like yeah. that. But then like with like the boys and everything, I don't think the boys was like mentioned anywhere and stuff like that. And I just think that's so interesting that Well, let me let me put it to you like this. Uh I know I'm not sure for TV, but I know for movies, the reviews and fan base reviews have huge differences in that cuz there's like a select group of people that their reviews have a lot of weight to them and it, it they it's a name i forget the actual name it's like the review board of america or whatever like uh cinema review board of america something like that and the majority of these reviewers are like very older or middle-aged white males and so their tastes typical are not, i know i'm serious so i'm no, serious I know. And uh, and so, a lot of their tastes aren't going to line up with how graphic most of the stuff like Hunters and the Boys and and Invincibles is. I don't I don't see Invincible getting any awards, but it should just because of the voice acting is insane. Plus, like a lot of people, like a lot of big names, are starting to do like stuff like this more often yeah. than like these like just like cut like repeat like comedies or dramas about like this like crazy character in this unique setting when it's like basically like a copy and paste of like something else with like something tweaked a little different so the boys has one emmy nomination mandalorian though has a lot of wins so mandalorian is kind of like yeah but that's also disney i know that also that but like amazon but i got no problems with the mandalorian i think it's a good show amazon like has like so many series that like are reviewed like fantastically like and they're just like not like 
it's not doing it. Like Peaky Blinders, another thing. I never watched it. <clears throat> I need Spencer in here for that then. But Peaky Blinders is another like amazing show on Netflix. Pretty intense. Not a single like recognition in terms of like Emmy or anything like that. Like the big like recognition like that. But like huge fan base, huge, like amazing ratings, all this like just like great stuff, especially like with the boys. Like Billy Butcher and Homelander too, that guy. He should be getting like a shit ton of recognition for how he's portraying like this psychopath. Yeah. Like yeah, perfectly. I agree. I agree. And it's 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 more just like let's look at like these like boring ass like shows that like not a lot of people watch. Or maybe a lot of people do watch them, but I've never heard someone talk about like these shows that like are being recognized in the mainstream. If that makes sense. Like what? Like like for instance, what what are you comparing this to? Let me look at the most recent let me look at the most recent Emmys. And let me see what shows were brought up at this uh, at this thing. Okay, so it hasn't premiered yet. It's premiering in September. Uh, but I think we have the nominations list right here. Um, I think I would click that. Complete nominations list. Here we go. Oh, my God. Big Mouth is nominated. Oh, but it's not going to win. BoJack Horseman's probably going to win. Uh, outstanding short form. I've never liked BoJack Horseman. Really? Apparently it's fantastic. I've been seeing a lot of stuff that it's like really, really good. Uh, they have like outstanding casting. Shit's Creek is probably going to win. Yeah, Marvelous Miss Maisel. That's on Amazon. Uh, I, I want to like best series. That's the ones I want to mm. try and find. Cinematography. Commercials. There are so many Emmys. There's 71 pages of nominations. And, like, there's directing. I'm just going to look up top-rated uh, TV shows. That's a good. You do that. I'll f- I'll try and find this one out. Yeah, I think you're going the long way about it. I mean, I tried to go, like, by the, like, contemporary hairstyling for a variety nonfiction or reality program. Like, who came up with these? Who thought, you know what really needs a reward? Hairstyling in a nonfiction film. Or something. Title design? What? How is this even listed? Oh, lead actor in a comedy series. Black Monday, Blackish, Good Place, Kaminsky Method, Rami, and Schitt's Creek are the movies of that <coughs> like have actors in them about it. Planet Earth is number one on uh IMDB. Oh yeah, that's that funny. that's kind of it's that those are kind of weird how they. And uh, I agree. Okay, <laughs> outstanding comedy series: Curb Your Enthusiasm, Dead to Me, The Good Place, Insecure, The Kaminsky Method, Marvelous Miss Maisel, Schitt's Creek, and What We Do in the Shadows. Curb Your Enthusiasm is still going. I think so. Dead to Me, I've watched before. That's actually really good. Have you ever seen Dead to Me? Mm-mm. So that's on Netflix. It's pretty good. They only have two seasons out, but it's basically about this this girl accidentally kills this other girl's husband. Oh my god. And then gosh. they become friends. I have seen that. You have? Yes, I watched a couple episodes and like they keep them in the freezer. Maybe you're not there yet. I've seen the whole season or series. And this girl like moves in with the girl that killed her husband and yeah. stuff. I've seen a couple episodes. So I liked it. I didn't like it. No. I didn't like it. Uh, so The Good Place, 
I don't. I, I like, thought that I show like the, ended like two years ago. I liked the first and second season of The Good Place. I never watched it. Sav liked it. Uh, it, it. It was good actually. I like. It was cheesy. It was. It was not even that funny, but it's something to turn your brain off too. It's kind of yeah. like why I like Shit's Creek. Is Insecure? Have you ever heard of that? Mm, yes, I have. I haven't seen it. Have you ever heard of the Kaminsky method? No. Or what we do in the shadows? Mm, that's an FX one. Yeah, I it's a remake of the movie. With uh, yeah, I thought they were vampires. Yeah, their movie's really funny. Have you ever seen the movie? Uh uh-uh. uh It's a it's a uh, a mockumentary uh, following vampires. Oh uh, really? Yeah, and it's like uh, they like like they they're being interviewed and like talk about like their lives and everything. It's pretty funny. Were you with us when we watched Spinal Tap? No, I don't think so. That is the funniest mockumentary. You told me to watch Spinal Tap. I have it on my list. It's one of the movie. best things you will ever watch, man. Really. Dude, there's one part where they're interviewing, and he's like, yeah, so uh, he was like, you have a long history of drummers uh, in your band. Just go into that. He was like, yeah, so our first drummer, uh, he he spontaneously combusted, (laughs) and he just keeps going through all these drummers, and they're having worse and worse, like, accidents (laughs) in their... (laughs) <laughs> well, that it's funny that you bring that up because that was on my list for one of the movies that we could watch. Spinal Tap. Yeah. Uh, we have to do it. That's where Shit Sandwich comes from. Really? Our our Spotify. Uh, oh, you haven't seen that. Our what? Go look up our Spotify description for Zoo for Strays. Oh, oh, I remember it. Yeah, hey, you yo, told me to it's put shit that. Shit Sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me see if it's still there. I bet it is. I hey, yo, it. guys, it's Shit Sandwich. <laughs> 21 monthly listeners. That's plastic, almost 2,000 plays. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised about that. It's the most popular song, and you'll have people screaming it at Callahan's again. Yeah, that's the spirit. Okay, so Weird. outstanding drama series. Uh, Better Call Saul. I, my mom watches that. I don't watch that. The Crown. Every, I hear it being talked about 24 7. Yeah. Uh, Handmaid's Tale. Ugh. <sighs> I watched like the first few seasons of it. it. Just it just got repetitive to me. Yeah, Killing Eve. I haven't seen that. I don't know what that is. Mandalorian got that. Yeah. Stranger Things. Uh. Okay, like a lot of these stuff being nominated hasn't been on in like over a year, which I'm kind of confused about. Maybe they didn't do the Emmys last year because of COVID. Oh, Ozark. Ozark's great. That Where deserves is it. the final season? It's coming out this, I think, fall as well. Well, you were just saying how there's not a lot of intense Netflix shows, and Ozark's one of I, them. Well, I stand corrected. There's the one show. <laughs> but that's not like not nearly as intense. It's not super intense, but it's good, and that final episode is super intense. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Although you could kind of see that coming from a mile away. Yeah, but it was still incredible. It was Fantastic. Still crazy. Uh, yeah. Ozark, uh, and then Succession. I've heard a lot of stuff about Succession. Never watched it, though. I haven't heard of a lot of these. Really? Yeah. I've heard a lot of people say that it's like the first season's kind of crap, but the second season's really good. It's about, like, I think, like, this, like, powerful family in New York or something like that. Um, And then, like, a lot of this stuff, like, Watchmen is nominated for, and a, for like, a Best Series Award, and I thought that was ass. I, I heard it was terrible, man. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways. So... Yeah, uh, Invincible. (laughs) Yeah, that was kind of a rant we went on. We're just saying that fan-reviewed shows usually don't line up to actual critically-reviewed shows. Which is weird, because... Sometimes they do, and you get huge hits, like HBO Max, you know, coming out with 
Game of Thrones or whatever, but HBO I guess, at that time, I guess. But It's interesting how a critic review is so highly held, but like mine and yours doesn't really matter. I think that's weird that that's a thing that people do. Well, I mean, it's just like it's it's with anything, man. They get paid to do that, and so you can have a correct opinion about something, but your ethos doesn't hold as much weight as someone who has had these opinions that a lot of people have agreed with in the past. It might not be something that people agree with now, but their credit is built, and they're a paid person that gets to go and review these movies, and people listen to them and what they have to say. And that's... I mean, that's just how the world works, man. Like, you could be right about something, but you might not get paid to say it. I guess that's true. Plus, it's there's like also probably, like... fantasy football and stuff like that. Yeah. There's also, like... I guess, I like, you have to deal with, like, people review bombing and everything like that. So then it kind of yeah. takes away the credibility of stuff like that. Right, yeah. So, makes sense. I just... I feel like there should be more critics. Because I feel like there's always, always, like... 24 critic views or like 15 critic views on these like really good movies. But then like on these other movies that like are probably way better, there's only maybe like seven. I wonder how you go about becoming a professional movie critic. In, uh, I feel instead like you of would like just a write... YouTube or podcaster. No, I don't think that's the case. I no, feel you like would it's... write it for like a paper or something like that. And then eventually you would like kind of like build your way up. You could start your own website and stuff like that. I feel like. Maybe you'd have to have a cinema degree of some sort. It'd be a film degree. A film degree. Well, I mean, cinema. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same thing. Like Chris Stuckman, he's a very popular, probably the most popular movie reviewer on YouTube in terms of like credibility and everything like that. Who He'll review just about anything. He, I'm pretty sure, went to school for like film and everything like that. Yeah. And like worked in the field for a little bit and then decided to become a reviewer. And he goes on like into pretty in depth. But I don't know. I feel like the fan, when it's like a genuine reaction to a show, it should get more recognition than it is given. <clears throat> yeah, because like that. the boys' nomination was um, sound editing. Really, that's the only nomination it's gotten is sound editing. Like lead actor or like I guess supporting actor technically, if you want to think about that. Like Homelander, the guy who plays him, Billy Butcher, all those people could be like, they could. Although I also I think award shows are very stupid because it's just a bunch of rich people like giving themselves awards yeah. for like being rich and famous on top of like all the success they already have. Yeah. So I've never really enjoyed them. But, you know, it is what it is. Nice. But um I don't know, man. I th- I you know, Invincibles <laughs> So what we keep getting back to, and we're kind of getting off the mark here, but Invincible is not a show that's going to get any awards for anything. Probably not anytime soon. Anytime soon. Maybe voice acting. I yeah. mean, I, I, would, I could definitely see that, especially with J.K. Simmons. Cause Did you? Was there any part of the show that you didn't like? That I didn't like? Yeah. Um, I was really... Uh, they did it on purpose, so I see what they're doing. I was really upset when he revealed himself as Invincible to... What is her name? Amy? Amber. Amber, sorry. And she was like, I know you're a superhero. I was like, what? It didn't make any sense because she got so mad at him for just leaving, but then saw him fight that robot. 
Like that doesn't make any sense. And you broke up with him. That's why I don't that. like her. Yeah. Because, and then like, remember like when she he came back, she was like running into his arms. I was like, oh my god, I was so nervous. I'm glad you're okay. All this crap like that. After being like. Go do whatever you want. I don't care. Yeah, like whatever. That was the one thing I didn't. I don't like. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. But, but you liked all. You liked each episode. You liked everything that happened. I like. I, I don't like the robot. I don't. I don't like him. I think he's gonna be a bad guy. Oh, the robot just in general. Yeah, I think he is. I think that's super weird. But like at the same time, it kind of fits the theme or like the tone yeah. of the show. Just yeah, being that, like super weird. I agree. I also liked how, I think it was, I think it was in the first or second episode, um, it's like super like PG and just like cheery, and then as soon as like Mark learns the realities of being a superhero, it just gets super intense and violent. Like when he like he tries to like save that grandma, but yeah, like both her legs just half. get broken. Oh man! I thought that was so. I thought that was really cleverly like placed because like in the opening thing. It's not violent, like, at all. Yeah. Like, there's barely any blood, even though there should be. Until the very end of the episode. Yeah, and then from there on out, it's just, like, really just, like, out of nowhere, just, like, incredibly more violent the more it goes. Yeah. Especially in the final episode. That was rough. That was rough to watch, honestly. It was. But then Omni-Man's got, you know, he's got some sympathy. He he likes Mark. I don't think everything. it's necessarily... I think he's, like, I think he's super torn. He was. Yeah, he is torn. But like he doesn't know what to do because he loves Mark actually. I feel like, but he he doesn't love his wife at all. I think he's torn in either like trying to convince Mark to do it or just like killing him and start basically over. just being like, I'm just gonna bring Viltrumite here and destroy everything because I think he wants to have someone that's like him be with him in the endeavor. I don't think he really cares if it's like. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. No, he cares about Mark because he was gonna kill him, and he was saying, "I'm just gonna start over. It's only gonna take 17 years. That's nothing to me, and all that." And then they had that flashback to him hitting baseball, mm-hmm. like playing baseball, and he was like, "He was like, damn it, you see what you've made me do, and all that." Like that was that was like a rough moment. Like I really felt that moment. I was like, "Oh my gosh," and he was like. He was like, in 500 years, everyone you know will be gone. And Mark's like bleeding out, about to die. And he says, I'll still have you. And dude, that was like, holy cow. It got intense. That was the saddest thing I've ever heard. Oh my gosh. It got intense. Oh man. I didn't think that show, I, I thought it was funny. I thought they were, it was really entertaining. And then they like got like, kind of deep on me i was like holy and it shit. worked it wasn't like yeah. just like annoying yeah to be like trying to be all serious it was like that's what they were going for i think yeah i felt it too i was like wow that is intense oh man that it's a great show i i, I really hope if you've been listening to this you've watched it because you don't want to spoil anything in this show. Like, what I, would you rate the first season i would rate it honestly either at eight or nine Really? Yeah. It's so I've got a question. I've got a question. Because your ratings are always pretty, I would say like a nine or a nine and a half or something like that. Yeah. What to you, whether it be a TV or a movie, is a perfect 10? A perfect 10. This is an interesting one. Do you have one in mind for yours? For TV? Yeah. For TV, 
Oh, God. Yeah, see, this is a hard question. A 10 out of 10. For TV, I would say the first six seasons of Game of Thrones. But, like, inter- could I? Yeah, could you do I like, mean, I see that. Could I you do it to that. a certain point, or does no, it have to be like I think the entire it's series? Be the whole series? The entire series. I think you can't pick and choose. Because I could say, like, first season of So and So is great. Like, first season of Walking Dead is <laughs> amazing. So, like, it, it is. And then, but series as a whole is dog shit. So, I don't know. <laughs> Okay, so series as a whole. Series as a whole. I'm not going to say Breaking Bad, because I got pretty out of Breaking Bad during the end. Never seen it. Okay. (laughs) Because I know about it. Like, I know all that happens. Man, I've seen a bunch of TV shows, though, and, like... I guess let me we, look. Let me look at my TV. Let me look at my TV show list and I, see if I have a perfect ten on here. I guess we're gonna have to go from like Band of Brothers. No, see, I, don't, I disagree with that. Have you ever seen it? I, yes, I've seen that in the Pacific too many times. That's the only reason why I'm saying that. Okay, so that's you know. I mean, yeah, but my dad has both box sets, and as a kid, I'd watch the shit out of them. So, like, I'm I'm way over them. Like, I don't want to watch. So that anymore. would explain why then. I've only ever seen each of them once. They're good. Pacific isn't nearly as good as Banner Brothers. See, I like the Pacific more. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I just like the Pacific Theater. Me too. Yeah. Um, I'm looking on my list of like perfect tens. Uh. Maybe Ozark? Ozark's good. I would never give it a 10 out of 10. It's Ooh. great. But I wouldn't give I it gotta a 10 say, out of 10. let me keep looking down my list. Uh, see, Shameless definitely would have been that if it wasn't for the fast couple of seasons. Oh, The Deuce was fantastic. I don't know, man. There's so many TV shows, and I've watched so many. Yeah, I'm on my, I mean, that's so hard to 10, say. If I had to give it to one that I've seen, I would say Peaky Blinders, but it's not done yet, so I cannot confirm it to be a perfect 10. But I have never had an issue watching that show, and I've never had a complaint about that show. Uh, I don't know. I, I really... That's a hard question. Let me, let me look, because I, I don't have a list like you. Uh, you got it, dude. Okay, hold on. Let's see here. I, I mean, I mean, but yeah, that's a lot, though. I mean, The Sopranos is great. Um, Sopranos, probably up there. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. What like is a, that? It's a it's it's a anime anime, but it's one of the best animes I've ever seen. I it's, mean, it's no Naruto it's, and the Uchiha conspiracy. Well, listen to this. You're making fun of it, but it's <laughs> ranked nineteenth on IMDb out of Full all. Full Metal t- Alchemist. Yeah, out of all TV shows of all time. Let me pull this up. What is Full Metal? Out, what's it called? Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, two thousand nine. Full. What is it about? It's about. It's about like this kid who tries to. There's this thing called alchemy in in their like their version of the universe, and it's where you can, if you understand the makeup of something and what all goes into it, you can change its form using what you know about what it's made out of. And so these kids, their mother dies of, like, cancer or something. And so they try and bring her back by figuring out all the ingredients, the exact ingredients of a human body, and they have it. But this isn't the first episode. This is just, like, they have it, and so they try and do... They're like little kids, and they try and do this uh, transmutation to bring her back to life. 
but they didn't account for the human soul. And so the, uh, like by the laws of their physics or nature or whatever, like, uh, his little brother's body is taken and his arm and leg are taken as like, as, uh, payment as payment. Like it, 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 they say by like the laws of alchemy are, uh, nothing can be taken or destroyed. Kind of like matter. You know what I'm saying? Nothing can be taken without uh, equal and opposite reaction, stuff like that. And so it's just th- about them trying to get their bodies back to normal. It's really, it's really dark, man. Like, it is mm. super dark. And they create this monster because it doesn't have a human soul. It's messed up, dude. And it's, like, in the shape of their mom. It's real messed up. That sounds like a lot. It's dark. It's really good, though. It's really good in storytelling. But, I mean, that's one of my... Oh, the Batman animated series. <laughs> oh, no. You, I, I you would give I that would, a perfect I 10? I wouldn't give it a perfect <laughs> 10, but it's great. Death Note's, Death Note's up there. I don't know why all this anime is coming to mind, but it's what I'm really on right now. Oh, Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to give like every anime I've seen like such a high score, but it really is. <laughs> the Office is not a 10 out of 10. Mm. Definitely not Nathan for you's on here. OJ Made in America was really funny. Dude, really funny, really good. Invincible. Uh, fifty already. Is number fifty. That's kind of crazy, right? Yeah, I'm already on that. Yeah, not friends. Black Mirror was also. It was all right. Amazing. It was all right. It was good until the past like season. It was good. Chappelle Show, Freaks and Geeks. Oh, Peaky Freaks and Geeks, I really liked. I wouldn't give it a perfect 10, but I really liked it. I don't know if I'd give any show a perfect 10 okay. out of 10, Jackson, honestly. Movie. A movie? Is there a perfect 10 out of 10 movie out there for you? I would... Uh, I mean, I've got this one off the top of my head. I would say Whiplash is one of them for sure. Really? Let me look at my top movies. Face Off? No. No. <laughs> Dude. No, I wouldn't say that. Oh, there's this movie... There was this Nicolas Cage thing that I saw like a couple days ago. It was like a movie, and I thought we should watch it. What? Oh, what is it? It was something. Oh man. Oh, um, the mom, the mom from Moonstruck died recently, and uh, my mom thought we should rewatch Moonstruck, or we should watch Moonstruck for Spill Your Beans. Is that the Cheryl Crow one? Cheryl Crow, Cher, you mean? Cher, sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, no, we're not doing that. I know, <laughs> no Nicolas Cage for a while. I can't do it. Perfect ten in movies. Perfect ten. I would go Whiplash, Reservoir Dogs. I don't know. I really like Dazed and Confused too. <laughs> Have you ever seen Little Miss Sunshine? Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Lords of Dogtown. That one's awesome. What the hell? No. You've never se- you've yet to watch that movie. Wait, which one is that the one? The skateboarding movie that I always tell you to oh, watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. You I, I keep getting it confused with uh, Gangs of New York. I like Gangs of New York. I see, I don't like it. It's cheesy at the end. You always talk about the ending. Well, it's part of the movie. Yeah, I know, I know. But you're always like, the ending is so cheesy. Oh, oh, The Dark Knight. Perfect 10 out of 10. Easy money. Oh, yeah. Easy money. Slam yeah. dunk. That Same would be dog. a perfect 10 out of 10. Yeah. yeah. I definitely would. Yep. Um, let me see on my list. Uh, 
Mad Max was amazing. I'm not a big fan of Fury Road. Really? It's Peanut right. Butter Falcon. Oh, no. That's a good one, man. I don't know. That's pretty great. You ever seen Prisoners? No. I keep getting that confused with the one that the brothers try and break out of prison. That's Prison Break. That's a TV show. I know. <laughs> That's all I picture when you say that. Whenever I say prisoners, that's yeah. the one you think of. Yeah. Uh, let me see what I got here. Boondock Saints. Really good. Me and Spencer watched that movie not too long ago. He had never seen it before. So good. It was so oh, good. Oh, Django. Django's good, but Django's I like Reservoir there. Dogs way more than Django. Yeah. The Country Bears. Mm. Um, uh, I hope you're proud of yourself for that <laughs> one. <laughs> You've you seen The Prestige, right? Yeah. Yeah. We watched that. No, we didn't. I, I thought we did it. Did we? We uh, Yeah, we did do We it. did do it. We totally did it. When did we do it? I don't think we did, but... Wait, did we do it? Hold on. I thought we did do I it. I thought we did, too. <laughs> Wait, now I gotta check. I gotta see if we actually did I it or if we did it. I know we talked about it. It feels like we did. Okay, here's Nick Cage November. I guess we haven't. Santa Claus 3. No, we didn't do it. We have not done it. I feel like we have, though. Me too. I like it. It's, yeah. I don't like the ending. Yeah. It's kind of uh, weird. So perfect. I mean, Dark Knight, uh, yeah, that's really yeah, that's good. So, Social Network is also, like, phenomenal. See, I haven't seen that. I want to. I like Andrew Garfield. I've got so many movies on our Spill Your Beans list. Should we discuss that right now? You want to? Yeah. Sure. Uh So... We've got a lot of movies, and then we'll wrap it up. Or if we can wrap it up first and then discuss off episode. What? Is, what where we got? One twelve. Yeah, we'll wrap it up and then we'll. All right. Talk about it. So I will say there's uh, there's about twenty two movies on here. So one of these twenty two movies will be the next episode of Spill Your Beans. All right. And so, uh, yeah, thank you for joining me, Dawson. Thank you for joining me, Jackson. And uh, I guess next week, bring a new episode. It sounds good to me. Jackson, I'm glad to be back. We're back in the saddle. And see us at Saddle Up this weekend. We'll both be there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. It was Jackson's idea. Good night and good luck. <laughs>